Rock, I'm from the candy antler show. Let's go. Smoke The perfect knife for cutting your underwear. Oh, you might have to take a beer run while we're out, huh? Did y'all see that? I hope y'all saw that, because that's what they look like. How's everybody doing? This is Stephen Marshall, host of Outside Stuff Podcast, presented to you by Blue Court Outdoors. How about it? Hope everyone's having a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you find yourself listening to this. This is a Friday, so that just means one thing. It is a football Friday. That's right. Football Friday for week five of the NFL. Today, my guest is actually going to be family. He's going to be Travis. That is my younger brother, Travis Marshall, diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Now, if you've listened to other Football Friday podcasts, you would have you would have heard me mention my thoughts on the Steelers. I'm still super strong on those, and I think everybody across the planet is probably super strong on them right now because of what they're looking like. So knowing Travis was going to come on, I had to tell myself to back off just a little bit. I don't want to uh, make him cry or anything, and I think I did a good job. Okay. I also want to apologize for the lack of outdoor podcasts this week. Uh, With the hurricane hitting, uh, the people I had lined up to come on kind of had to cancel because they're busy. They're doing stuff down south and and things like that. So in retrospect, I'm still able to get the Football Friday out because I can do that on my own. But I am in no way, shape, or form mad that we weren't able to put an outdoor podcast on due to that. I'll take whatever time people need before coming on. It's totally cool with me. I understand it completely. If I was home, I'd probably be at that hurricane for three weeks anyways, but I'm not. I'm here. Speaking of which, I should be home, home, in hopefully in October or maybe early November. Who knows? But it's going to be happening sooner rather than later, and goodness gracious, it feels so good. Ah, feels good. But we got season five of Carbon TV, hopefully, hopefully within the next two weeks, coming out, premiering. And then as the episodes premiere, I'll have podcasts that are in accordance to those episodes so you kind of get a behind-the-scenes feel on everything that went into that trip or whatever it was. So please be looking forward to that. All right. Without further ado, this is me, my brother Travis, talking NFL on Football Friday week five so we just started talking i'm gonna need you to tell me that story one more time i can't do that dude. yeah come on come man. On, tell me bro. come on tell me bro yeah you can't, can't do me dirty like that man you can't do me dirty like that man is that too too dirty to start off with huh yeah dude you're gonna set the tone and then this show's gonna go downhill <laughs> well there i mean gonna be nothing better than that <laughs> you just did the craziest bet with your wife i've ever heard in my life okay so I'm taking the idea from the show, the league, and my wife and I are both 0-4 in fantasy football. We have yet to play each other, and if we do, we'll probably both lose that week. Probably. But uh, I have taken an oath that if either I or she wins the league at 0-4, I will get my wife pregnant <laughs> for, for the second time. Dude, that's and, so uh, stupid. Stupid is as stupid does. Boy, you better trade me some players, dude. You won't trade me at all, dude. You told me to take David Montgomery out of negotiations, which I can kind of agree with because I actually got him in a trade from my wife. So 
Oh, so you guys are just coercion over there, huh? The collusion right, in the so household. The only thing, it kind of benefited both of us, but then he got hurt the first week I had him, so I didn't even get to play with him anyway. So. Oh, perfect. Whatever. So uh, real quick, let me see that hair now. Let me see that hair real quick. Hair's back. Hair's um, back. I haven't cut my hair in two years. Two years. And it Dad looked like it. Hair. Dad, Dad did? Yeah. Oh, snap. With his ball trimmers. Swear really? Swear to God. <laughs> yeah. to God. Dude. He brought out this <laughs> tiny little, like, looked almost like Manscaped, the brand, but it was, like, as big as that microphone, but just skinny. And he was like, oh, I cut my balls with this thing. And I was like, well, edge it up, dude. I don't even care. I, don't, I, have, I haven't had clippers. I tried to take my clippers apart to clean them. And they were just – it was hair was all stuck in the blade. So when I, like, took a Phillips head and did the whole thing, took it all apart, when I went to put it back together, the blade, like, sliced my finger. And it all fell apart. And ever since I've tried to tighten everything back up, when I turn it on, it vibrates so ridiculous. And I put it right here to the edge of my head. And it just yanked everything. So I threw the clippers away. As you should. That was two years and that, ago. And, and that was that why you grew your hair out for two years. And then I said, I'm, I, well, yeah, I grew my hair out because I didn't want to go buy $60 clippers. <laughs> so I just Wait. said, I'm married. I told I tell Maddie all the time, I'm married now. There's nothing she can do about it. So she's just going to have to deal with my hair looking ridiculous. Buddy, 20, 20, 25 bucks a month, baby. You stay clean no matter what. I'm not subscribing to have a haircut dude. <laughs> subscribing dude it's a way of life bro yeah no, dude. i can't sit in a barber's chair i'd hate for them to have to like deal with me i'll ramble the whole time i can't sit in silence dad takes me to that barber in apollo and they like have them don't even speak english they don't even talk to me and i'm just sitting there that's fun i've had that haircut place one time Damn. and max was actually getting it next to me the whole time he's sitting there talking to everybody talking about so when soccer. you do you think do you think if you went there now, they'd, they'd ask you what you want to do with that facial hair? So dad cut the sides, okay? And then he had to charge the blade. And it was at like 8 o'clock at night, and I had Lincoln with me, and we just we had to leave. So I literally got half my beard done, and I said, well, can't do it until I go back to dad's, I guess. So, yeah, <laughs> I, can't take, I can't take a disposable to this thing. Are you kidding me? Some scissors in the house or something? Uh, yeah, we got a, we got some scissors, but I mean, I've, that's not gonna do enough. I mean, I kind of like it. It's not that bad. That's not cool. The worst that's thing. cool. That's cool. But it's man. like it looks so bad, bro. Like it's shaved, it's groomed here, and it's just like bald you have bro. no you have no hair on your face, but just just pubes just right all here. over your chin just on, and on neck. the chin. Yeah, that's and good, it goes man. outwards. It doesn't it doesn't flow at all. It looks I can't grow a beard at all. That's all right. You gave her hell. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. you look great, though, man. Thanks, dude. Happy to see you. you oh, well, this is just a tan shirt, you know. I'm actually uh, – usually I do these in the um, – well, I started doing the podcast in a um, an abandoned gas station over here. And, it, <clears throat> well, what happened is I guess it started getting a little cooler here, so it started getting, the, like, the lows about the 70 – there was like a cold snap where the low was like 72 and 70, you know, for like three days. And, um, yeah, what happened there is that mosquitoes were then born and they haven't oh, gone anywhere gosh. and they've gotten worse and it's still hot now. And I can't stand outside no more. So I've been going to do, um, this little empty tent 
and um well they just moved like three people in there so i can't go in there no more so now um in this is one of four laundry rooms here that i'm in so that um, the backdrop behind you like the walls that looks like a 70s basement it looks like Like that or you know what it looks like walls but it looks like a trailer it well it is a single wide little trailer here just full but it looks like some place i grew up in yeah yeah um it's yeah, I could see like you got like duct tape or painter's tape on the looks like on the top of the ceiling, but it's like crown molding or something. Uh, it's fern strips. Yeah, they're they're not accustomed to being super fancy here, man. It's just kind of like pretty, get her done. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, put it up and deal with it. Yeah, dude. But you know, I'm just trying, man. I'm trying right now uh, to to do this stuff. I locked one of the doors in hopes that no one comes in here. They're probably gonna come in here though. But I was say, how does that? How are you even? maintaining to do this podcast like every day i mean you just like hide it from everybody or you do it like in bankers uh, hours or what? no no i uh when i get done with work i usually work from like 2 p.m to about midnight or 11 and then um i'll get back about midnight go work out at one in the morning get done around three and then yeah. that's usually when i'll do the podcast and between three and Three and four forty-five, three five, because at five is when breakfast opens. I hit breakfast and then I go to bed and I wake up yeah. at one thirty in the afternoon and do it all again the next day. So that's no when I do way. it. Yeah, you texted me and you're like, I go to bed at six a.m. I was like, this guy right here is a weapon, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> six a.m. I just go wake up, go to bed, six a.m. No, dude, but I go to I, I'm I'm halfway through my work day at six a.m. Dude. <laughs> trust me, dude. I. I don't know how I do it, man. Uh, it's almost over though, so I'm almost done. Well, I'm li- I'll listen to the podcast when I'm working, and like it'll cut in and out because where I'm so, like my station in the plant, there's dead zones. So the last, like the very first episode you did with John Allen, you guys were literally in the middle of dogging me about the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. And then like all I can hear is like while you're in the middle of talking about how Peyton is trained to hate the Steelers and all this stuff. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, we hate the Steelers. And John Allen's just like under his breath. He's like, yeah, they're just terrible. John Allen's, you know, his team's terrible. They're like, why would you like those people? Why would you like those guys? <laughs> so, John Allen, if you're listening, my friend, and I hope you are, I don't even care what team you like. They're terrible. I don't even know who you like. Uh, you can guarantee yeah, it, huh? Yeah, I'm just sign it. Hey, like Jameis says, check your sheet, brother. Check like, your sheet, dude. Just check your sheet, my friend. I've checked my sheet. I know the Steelers suck, but that's I don't my like favorite. Say that's it. my favorite Jameis Winston line of all time. Hey, check your sheet. And you're like, Bubba, you're getting your fired, homie. Time. He got nah. fired. He never played another down. He's eating never W's. Mm-hmm. Not against Andy us. Dalton played last week, dude. Didn't yeah, even did. know he was in the league. Didn't even yeah, know he's in the he league. did play last week, dude. Actually, real quick, you got the you got the hat on, bub. Let's talk about let's talk about some Steelers. Oh God. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll be, listen, listen. I'll, I promise I'll be gentle and I will be receiving to what you have to say. Um, yeah, because you're gonna get me. You'll you'll get me fired up, my friend, if you start rambling right. about. Yeah, yeah. I do. All I right. Do that. So, um, we can even bring it back even before the season started. So. For some reason, like, I wasn't high on Kenny Pickett. Like, I would have rather had Malik Willis. No, I don't know why. Really? I wanted – yeah, I wanted Malik Willis. Hey, before you start saying stuff like that, 
before you start saying stuff like that, I want you to hit say hot take because that's a okay. hot take, son. I don't know. Steaming who... hot take. Sauna hot. Sauna okay. hot. Now, I'll eat my words if Kenny Pickett somehow comes in and does what Ben Roethlisberger did when Maddox was out and just goes on like a 15-game win streak. I will Greg Maddox, words. number eight. But that's Tommy Maddox, my friend. Greg Maddox. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Tommy Maddox, yes. I. How dare I? Greg Maddox, pitcher of the yeah, place, bro. I just, I just messed up, dude. I uh, just messed up. Oh, God, that hurts so bad. It's all good. Dude, I Glad can think of three recorded. people. I can think of three people right now. That when they listen yeah, to this, they you. are gonna shit all they, over me. Yeah, yeah, dude, I did not. One of them's gonna shit on you for just saying shit. So that's awesome. <laughs> Dad's gonna have to get over that. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to. Dad, check your sheet, man. <laughs> hey, check your sheet, so, pops. So yeah, I wanted Malik Willis. Uh, I, I mean, I've wanted to get like more of a mobile. Like the new type, like the prototype with Lamar, Mahomes, Allen, all that. The way that those guys like utilize their playbook that, that looks like all the coaching staff. I don't know about Lamar because they won't pay him, but they utilize like every single thing. All their play packages goes through the quarterback. Like Josh Allen does the most insane things on the football field. Mahomes, I don't even want to talk about Mahomes against the Bucks because just some of that stuff was stupid. I'm good. But like, but Willis. I mean, I don't know how he'll do in Tennessee because, like, they're not good. I, I mean, they look okay, but they're really not that great. They're going to have to give the ball to Henry like 40 times to be relevant. No, they're one-dimensional, they're one dimensional. yeah. So, I mean, we have a lot of – I would say we have a lot of, like, skill players. We have athletic people outside. A lot of people drop the ball for some reason, but they're all skilled. Friermuth's a stud, going to be good. But the O-line stinks. Our offensive coordinator needs to be fired. Like, literally Canada, go go to college or go to Canada. Like, I don't care. Do not coach another down for the Steelers. I wish, you know, Mike Tomlin would call plays. I know he's a defensive coach, but I'd rather someone that, like, has been in that locker room for 15, 16 years just, you know, run the team. Do what Belichick I love, I love the I love the desperation that you're calling for the Bro, old I mean, defensive like, coordinator to call the offensive plays. Hey, I mean, look, if Belichick's a defensive coach, essentially, I mean, it's worked for him. It's the first year he's actually got some dude calling plays. Like, he's usually the one that does it. But Pickett looked good. I did see PFF, like, they graded that he – didn't throw any ter- like any interceptions, even though he threw three. Like, they graded it as he had no non-turnover plays, which I don't know how that makes any sense. I mean, obviously through three picks, but I'm assuming what they looked like, like the Hail Mary at the end is just whatever, you know, you're trying to win the game. Mm-hmm. The And then the Claypool one, bro, don't even start with Claypool. Like, um, he sucks. Mm-hmm. I, I hate Chase Claypool. I don't care. I hate Chase Claypool. He's 6'4". This dude's name is Mapletron. Mapletron and he sucks. They he call called Mapletron. himself Mapletron, and he sucks. He doesn't need a nickname. He went up against like a five foot eight corner, and he dropped that ball, that deep ball, the very first play for Kenny, and he throws a pick. And the the only bad pick was the one at the end, like when they led that last drive, and Zach Wilson came down and scored. 
And that's yeah. that's ultimately like the losing game. I mean, he he's obviously he's a rookie, whatever. But I will I would have rather had Willis in the draft. But I'm hoping. Well, I mean, he gave you two rushing touchdowns. What else can you ask for? I mean, if, if you score, I, w- I wish Najee got the rushing touchdowns. If I'm being honest, because he hasn't done anything. No. Last year led the league in touches, and they're going to run him into the ground. He may not even get a second contract. Like, but they haven't done anything with him this year. Well, you kind of hit it there. I mean, all right, let's attribute the entire offense, which has been almost non-existent, to offensive line play, right? I mean, Mitch Trubisky is Mitch Trubisky, but also there is a reason why he's brought in to be the starter no matter what, because right. he knows how to do it. You know what I mean? I mean, the guy was drafted in third overall. Not to compare college and the NFL, you know what I mean? But they saw what they saw, and I'm, I, I don't think uh, – he any of them had enough time to do anything. Deontay Johnson saw he was probably seeing wide receiver Deontay Johnson. He's probably seeing 10 to 14 targets a game for three games, but only getting six to nine receptions. Yeah. Uh, what can you attribute that to? Well, you can attribute it to the offensive line not giving Trubisky enough time to make an accurate throw, or you can say that just Trubisky couldn't cut it. So yeah, you get to week four and you're losing. Why not give the yeah, fresh start? What do, you have, what do you have to lose? I mean, but you obviously, have, you have nothing more games, lose. but like, why not? Yeah. You got a hometown kid. That. You got the hometown kid. Can you pick it? Which, by the way, if, and I, well, not if, I know he will remain the starter. He has the greatest football name in the league. There's no Kenny. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. That's the oh, best football so need. Awesome. You can't, the league. it's going to come out Southern no matter what. And the dude's from New Jersey. It's just yeah, dude, a you, you got a guy that played all of his college ball in that stadium. Only guy drafted in the first round. I mean, he looks good. I think he, he has every intangible to be as an NFL starter. Doesn't have the wow to him, but I mean, the pick of him over anybody else at quarterback was the safest route. And no, I'm sure it'll work I out. Never, I mean, you're what one and three Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to know our next four games we have. This is so bad. This is so bad. Buffalo. Got it. Home against Tampa. That's right. That's my birthday. Yes. In Miami. Mm-hmm. In Philly. And then the only, I mean, I wouldn't even call it a gimme. But they have a home game against New Orleans, and then Cincy, then Indy. I mean, like, dude, like the the only easy game that they may not even win is in Atlanta. Oh, you're talking about the rest of the year? (laughs) Yeah, that's just the. I'm looking at the whole slate. I mean, bro, we could easily go two and fifteen. You know what happens if you guys don't finish nine and eight, right? Oh yeah, what, are they gonna fire Tomlin for the first time ever having a losing no, season? No, no, it'll guy. be the first. I mean, you're talking about the first losing season in Pittsburgh for 15 years, 16 years, maybe. Does that sound about right? Since what, Tomlin's been there, season? yeah. Since Tomlin's, uh, been there. Tomlin's never had a losing season. Yeah, no, he hasn't. But I don't know how long that streak went, like when Cower was there, because I know Ben played for like two years under Cower, but I don't know. I know the first year Ben went 15 and one. So um, I don't even think that it's been for since Ben was a quarterback. So 18 years 
I'm assuming. I don't know. I'd have to actually check. In that, that wild, in that wild to think, bro. In 18 years living in Tampa, I've seen the Bucks in the playoffs three times. Oh like, yeah, two of them have been the last two season. years. Hmm? Yeah, so and it's like that blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, like also we've had three coaches in seven in 85 years. Yep, three coaches, bro. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, that's. I only like watching like red zone. I, 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 I won't just sit and watch a Steelers game. Like uh-huh. I watched a little bit of the Jets game and I was like, I, I it was too close. To, I'm like, I can't watch them lose to the Jets. So I'm just going to turn the game off. And then I saw it on red zone, you know, Zach Wilson gridian in the end zone. Here we go, bro. It's 24. First off, I want you to show some respect to the Cougar hunting legend. That is Zach Wilson. I mean, uh, yeah, he's a good looking cat. He's got it going on, but he's, yeah. I mean, he plays for the Jets, bro. I don't, I mean, he might not even make a second contract with them. They might not even pay that dude after five years. That that franchise is dumpster juice, bro. I mean, both New York teams, that the fact that the Giants think they're good, I, I mean, come on, they lost to Cooper Rush, bro. Is, well, I, they both suck. Listen, bad teams do bad things. Um, as far as your Steelers go, it's my turn. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think there's a dumpster fire, to be honest with you. Uh, the, the fact that you can't – that they're 0-7 without T.J. Watt all time. Like, this one player is all you got. And let me tell you something. That Minka Fitzpatrick – at in at safety is worth every first round pick y'all gave that one that one pick y'all gave to Miami. Oh, we won that, that trade 100 percent percent over that dude is a freaking monster. I I didn't I never thought that he was as big of a ball hawk as he was. I didn't either. And maybe this is his coming out party for that because that guy's got what three, four interceptions now. And well, some like turnovers. Miami, Miami played him in the nickel and the dime like the first three years. And that's what his problem was. He said, I don't want to play corner. I want to play safety. And they, Brian Flores was like, I don't have room for you at safety because Rashad Jones was there. So mm. he got, demanded a trade like his third year in. So when we actually traded him, we got his contract. He was due like $2 million. He just got paid like last month. He had yeah. like, a, like $90 million. Oh, that dude's a freak. I mean, it's a freak of nature, dude. Even that last, that last possession where the Jets won, him and Cam Hayward got injured on that drive and they were out three plays and they got three straight first downs, mm-hmm. like just right there. And I mean, Cam Hayward is still at 33 years old, is still a monster. I mean, he's good. He's yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, he's not as athletic as like Aaron Donald, but he's a very good interior lineman, probably the second best. But yeah, why? I need you to put, I need you to put some respect on my man, Vita. Oh, he's nasty too. Yeah. He's hurt. I mean, he's, he's, I mean, he's, when he's healthy, he's nasty for sure. Talking about my dude, Maui, son. Maui, Maui doesn't really get sacks. He's a run stuffer. He's like Sue. He's just a run stuffer, but like, can't right, ever get some sacks. But yeah. Yeah. No, Mau- Maui's legit. Well, listen, I, uh, I'm sorry that, uh, you're having to go through such a rough time as a football fan. Uh, it's about it's my time. first time in 18 years, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Experienced this before. So it, it's all right. I mean, you know, don't, welcome, to, hey, the, don't get welcome to the fight. Welcome to the fight. Yeah. We're all in it now. No, nah, I'd hate that. Well, I'll stop this dealer talk for you. Yeah. And I'll continue over. 
I, I'll talk some bucks actually real quick. I, it was very humbling, I believe to that team, to the bucks, to the defense, to have what happened to them, what Mahomes did to them. Oh yeah. And he didn't even really go off, I guess you could say, but like statistically, maybe in yards, I don't think he had that crazy amount, maybe yeah. like 280 or something, but it was what he can do with the football. It's just dumb, dude. Like the way he, yeah. he looks like if, if someone handed me a football and you're out in the front yard playing all the little kids at Thanksgiving, Oh, like, you yeah. know how you just, like, juking around, the kids are falling, right, you're moving, right. you're moving. Trying and to cross you, somebody. And oh, fall. yeah, you yeah. hop over one or something. Yeah. It's it's for unreal. Sure. And for that team to put up 200 yards rushing against a, uh, the Bucks, who they've never given up that, and I can't even think no, how no, long. No, no. It was super humbling. Uh, it, oh, we got a lot of washing machines coming back on. You see the power just came <laughs> on. I was going to say, the lights were out. I thought maybe you are just, like, Set in the mood or something. <laughs> no, no Bubba. No, the only <laughs> mood here is dog dog shit, dude. That's the mood, man. Uh, but Jeez. it was good to see Brady get the boys back. Godwin, my boy Mike Evans. I mean, they they were they look he looked great. I mean, no yeah. interceptions. I want to say his pass rating is still over 95, 98. I mean, he looked great, but the defense just couldn't stop Mahomes. And you're going to have that. I mean, they're the Chiefs, dude. That's what they do. Andy Reid's yeah. a madman, a friggin' madman when it comes to – and that's why I got a lot of respect for Andy Reid because Andy Reid's been head coaching since 2000. Do you know 90, Andy Reid's record, his record just with the Chiefs, He's 105 and 49. Dang. That's, that's good. a 740 win percentage, bro. I know he's taken, I think he's the only coach ever to have three separate quarterbacks win over 50 times. It's insane. But what the reason I was saying I got so much respect for him is because his his ability to adapt to offenses, like the change in the NFL, like you remember the uh, head coach of the Falcons that became the Buccaneers uh, defensive coordinator, Mike Smith? Mike, you remember that guy? Mike Smith, yeah. Yeah. He was a head coach of the Falcons, right? And then he gets yeah. fired. Right. He becomes a defensive coordinator. What he does as a defensive coordinator for the Bucs was completely garbage because he's playing yeah. in a style where they're not adapting to the fact that the quarterback owns the field. The, off the quarterback owns everything because the rules for the – against that go against defense allow for a quarterback to go off can't touch a quarterback right defenseless receivers they hit so we have those rules in play these receivers are coming across the middle with not a care in the world knowing right, that right most of the time these eight out of ten times these defenders are not going to hit me they're not going to yeah. do it they're going to allow me to touch this ball whereas back in the day they didn't so and then of course uh Mike Smith has one, just one of the worst defenses for like four straight years because Dirk Cutter, who yeah. was a head coach back in the day, then was like homies with him and he wouldn't fire him and he finally gets rid of him and whatever. Yeah, but Dirk the, Cutter get fired. <laughs> yeah, Dirk Cutter gets fired. But it's just a prime example of not being able to adapt to new to the new schemes. Whereas Andy Reid, dude, he comes up with this shovel pass thing at the goal line. I hate, he does. I hate that thing. The little underhanded thing. Yeah, but it works. 
it works, man. I just, I don't even know how people don't even like, I guess I like how that works. Like even that whole line is shifting to the right disguising run, but you have, you'll have Kelsey, you know, stunting as a, a lead blocker. And then he just like separates himself from the whole pack and he opens up and catches ball. Like they I do it with, the, they do it with Clyde. Clyde. They do it with Clyde. Now Clyde Hilaire, he comes and out he, from the, the, the shotgun comes right as they all shift. He fakes that handoff and then just underhand throws it. Then it counts as a touch. It's like flag football. Yeah, buddy. It's only for a yard and it counts as a touchdown pass, which is nuts. And which I thought it would be a handoff, but no, it's a touchdown pass. But then uh, another play he did was where he Mahomes is pretending to be hollering out a receiver as this random tight end. Oh, and the top Noah Gray. Yeah, takes it and just goes forward for a yard for a touchdown. I'm like, that's a play I haven't seen. And I'm sure it's an old school play, but you're bringing it in and you're adapting and you're changing. And that's that stuff you have to respect about the Chiefs because Andy Reid, I don't care. There's a reason why Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a head coaching job because he doesn't do anything. He does not do anything, bro. Andy Reid, he, Andy Reid does everything for that offense. I want to say Eric Bieniemy is literally just the uh, coach on the side. I don't even know if he, what his job really is. Because it's definitely not calling plays. There's just no way. Yeah, I mean, he may have some type of, like, creative genius on, like, maybe formations or something. But, I mean, everything, all the scheme is Andy Reid. I mean, Dude, if he, if he was truly calling plays and he was the mind behind the whole thing, he would have been a head coach four years ago. Definitely right. Saying. Well, I mean, but it also not. helps you. They have, uh, they have uh, Spagnola on defense, I think, don't they? Yeah, they got Spags. Yeah, yeah they got Spags. He's been around for 25 years. I mean, yeah. if you get like a huge coaching staff like that, that's been together or been through it for that long. I mean, I've obviously the enemy has been like, you know, on many people's radar as wanting to be a head coach, but they're like, you're saying there's definitely a reason why either Andy Reed is doing like what they did with Byron Leftwich, like get some interviews and then maybe they just talk them into staying like, Hey man, you could stay here and win three more Super Bowls, or you can go to Jacksonville. Maybe not win anything. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the Chiefs because like there's just I enjoy watching how they play because it's different and it's new and like clearly they are like the standard they're ahead of the curve as far as like how you're saying adjusting, making everything run through your quarterback and not like through your skill players or like a coach with a big ego and it's his way like I feel Belichick's that way like we're running this my way. We're not running it through Mac Jones or, you know, and he has his way of calling plays. Reason yeah. why they're one and three or now they might be two and two. I don't know. But they like with Andy Reed, it looks like they just, hey, man, we're going to call this play. And then you can call three more audibles in the huddle and do whatever you want to do. Like if yeah. whatever you see, just call A, B or C. And then every the, just the fact that everyone is on the same page, like, it's poetic. I don't know how they do that. I mean, they legit made the Bucks look so sorry. I mean, mm-hmm. the defense was Swiss cheese, but they do this every year. Like the Bucks have top five defense. They always say they, you know, obviously best rushing D for the last God, I want to say five five years. I feel like. I mean, but you're talking about a top five rushing defense for like the last seven. Quite some time. Yeah. yeah, and then you know. Obviously, yes, like you bring in all that offense. But, I mean, last year they lost Whitehead. 
I mean, Carlton Davis is never healthy. Devin White was hurt last year. You get, you know, now he's flying around, obviously. But the longevity on those guys, I mean, I don't even know how. I mean, I'm hoping they would play the whole year. But one of them always seems to get hurt at the end of the season or midseason, and they lose like three straight games, and then they go on a run. But they don't have Sue this year either. Another huge run suffered that, you know, gives Vita a break. Now he's and Akeem, Akeem Hicks is Akeem Hicks. Is he hasn't too. even played. Yeah, he's he hasn't played all year. So I mean, they they definitely will have success. I just they I think you're right. I mean, they definitely needed a game like that. Get exposed at home, exactly like the Saints did last year. They were up thirty eight nothing or something like that. Like mm-hmm. big Sunday night game. Everyone's watching. Get exposed early. Because it really doesn't matter. The same thing happened with the Saints. They have all the Saints fans as the Bucks. So we who that who that. And then when they play when it matters, they lose in the playoffs to the Bucks. So that's yeah, the, really... the the saving grace is that the Falcons come into Tampa this week and hopefully yeah. we're able to handle business there. Because you got Cordero Patterson's out on IR. You got a couple blah blah running back. I don't even know who they are. Al Geyer and Huntley or something. I don't even know who those dudes are. And then you're facing a Mariota that's whatever. And a receiving core, that's whatever, dude. I'd, Can Kyle Pitts wake up? Can he play football th- this week for me? I, I I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of tired of people putting Kyle Pitts so high. Personally, yeah. like, I mean, what are we what are we looking at? He had a great year last year, but I haven't seen anything this year. I mean, he had one game that he he went off, but you're supposed to be consistent, my man. And I guess look who's throwing to him maybe that may have something to do with it it but probably does i think Mariota threw like nine or 11 times last week and they still won somehow well i think like that's another scheme it looks like arthur smith doing the same thing like Mariota's a mobile quarterback they may be trying to accumulate plays for him let alone his like you know his x y and z players like hey we're gonna try to run through Mariota. let's run a lot of you know edge runs and options stuff like that i mean you throw nine times and win, and they don't have good running backs. So how the hell did they even pull that off? I don't know. Chiefs probably shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. So did you watch? Did you get a chance to watch any college football this weekend? Uh, the only game that I've watched uh, was the Big Redneck Bowl between Kentucky and Ole Miss. That was a good game. Ole Miss uh, told uh, yeah. Kentucky know that you ain't going to be on top for long. I'm not a Kentucky so guy it- at all. I can't stand them. No, no. Here's my thing with college ball. Um, I mean, I do like Florida State, but I'm not like one of the diehard people that like freak out about Florida State. I knew they were going to lose to Wake Forest. You can ask dad about that. I told him they were going to lose, and they did. Yeah, I'll go to my sources. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Um, I think – if I could do like top four right now, I mean, definitely, obviously, Bama, Georgia and Ohio State. But I mean, who cares if, who the fourth team is? They're going to throw like they would they would do anything to put Notre Dame in there if they won games. Yeah, yeah if they won games, it's big I mean, money. Clemson's sitting at number four. No, I'm sorry. Michigan's sitting at four. Four. And Clemson's yeah. At yeah. five. If you were to take $40 and say, hey, I bet that the top four is going to be Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson, yeah. you might win. And that for 10 years, I feel like. But No, I watched uh, – I got a chance to watch a little bit. They did not air the Gator game. They finally, finally got to play a whatever team, one of those teams you pay for, yeah. Eastern Washington. 
and they were able to do work on them. Still didn't see any impressive play out of Richardson. I think he still threw a pick. I, I think he only played like a half a game, maybe three quarters. Yeah. He only had like 154 yards thrown or something. So the guy really needs to get his act together. Um, yeah, I did get a chance to watch a little bit of the Florida State-Wake Forest game. Unfortunate for Florida State, Wake Forest is good. And not to say that I saw it coming as like I knew Wake Forest was going to win, but it's just one of those games. You know, you're in conference yeah. play. You've got a team like Wake Forest that's hyped up for being – I think they were 3-1 and one or 4-1 and one at the time, and they haven't yeah, been as good. As, yeah, that's it, you know. And you're talking about a nail-biter too. And I, I have never seen Wake Forest be good. And then uh, the other – I guess the bigger story that was blasting on my phone was Georgia trying to lose – against Missouri and, and eventually coming back and winning the yeah bad part wild. of it though, was they, they lost, you know, they went down to number two in the rankings, but none yeah. of those rankings matter until the college football playoff yeah, rankings come out matter. in a few weeks, but is what it is. Now that I got you and we're here, it's my favorite part of the football Friday. It's trash talk. Oh, and bring it you, on dude. <laughs> best segment of the week. I and I asked you to give me your trash team and trash don't, player. Don't of the you week. worry, my friend. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. No, it's my friend. All right. So, real quick, when it comes to trash talk, if you're new to the podcast, uh, the trash talk segment is where I allow the guests to pick the trashiest team this week that they thought and they give the reasons behind it. And then I also allow them to pick the trashiest player. The, they do not have to be on the same team, they can be anybody. You give me a good reason why they are. And then I will also give you mine. Okay. So because you're the guest today, my brother, my sweet little brother, I will allow you to go first. Tell me who the trash team of the week is in your eyes. All right. Uh, I actually have two trash teams of the week. Okay. Uh, one take. from the AFC and one from the NFC. All right. Um. With the AFC, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, oh! Did it hurt to write it? Did it hurt to write it down, Bob? Twenty to ten lead in the fourth quarter with four minutes left, and Kenny throws a pick. Uh, rookie mistake. We had talked about that earlier. So I mean, they just it does. They don't look good, man. Like it just looks. Like when Ben was there the last two years, like they're handicapping and handcuffing the quarterback. They can't move the ball. And then, you know, you run the ball in third and five. Like Najee's getting two yards of carry. I mean, it's not working. Canada can't call the right plays. We can't stress that enough. Mm -hmm. So that's my AFC. NFC dude is the Carolina Panthers, bro. Yeah. They you had to take last week on Baker, and that is actually my trash player of the week. Baker, oh, okay, so Baker's going back to back weeks of being the trash player, dude, bro. I I just my notes that I wrote for the Panthers because I watched a little bit of the red zone stuff. Like they can't even use their own personnel. Like the way that they use McCaffrey now compared to when they were using them, it's got to be Matt rule. That guy stinks. He's going to end up having a coaching job at like Nebraska or Wisconsin. Those jobs are open. He's going back to college. The guy can't dress like a coach either. He looks like a bum. And you got to hate it when it comes down to what the outfits being worn, you know, like, right. Like he created, 
you create your, you know, your player in Madden and you dress your coach and like, he's got the Jim Trestle vest with the camo hat on. Like the, the dude stinks. I, he should have <laughs> never left Baylor. I mean, Baker, I feel bad for Baker because like, he's everything that I would want in a quarterback. Like the dude's got moxie. The dude like talks a lot of shit. I, I like that, but he just can't like correlate that and back it up with like play on the field. Like I wouldn't deny him being like in a bar fight and probably kicking ass. But as far as like all of that pent up aggression that he's always competitive, he's always this Uber guy, but he's got like the most deflected balls at the line of scrimmage. And he's taller than Russell Wilson. He's taller than Kyler and he can't even throw the ball to DJ Moore. Since how about this? Since 2007, no one has had a lower average QBR. In 07 is when they started um, doing that, doing QBRs, Mm. quarterback ratings. No one has had one as low as Baker Mayfield in the first four games. Do you know what his QBR is? Fifty-six. That's a good answer. You're wrong. It's 16. 16, bro? <laughs> bro, imagine. You said imagine, that so subtly, dude, like I was close or something. You <laughs> said 16 QBR? Dude, imagine. I I'm left-handed. QBR is rated from 0 to 100. 100, 100 being the best. Yeah. My boy's got a 16. You ever been handed a test at school? They said, bro, you got a 16. Like, they won't even write that. They'll just put Thanks for F. writing your name on your test. Here's a 16%. Yes, bro, they said, thanks for showing up. Here's 16. Yeah, that's equivalent to him just putting his helmet on, and that's yeah. it. Like, and that's, just, he wrote that's his the name starting on a quarterback. That's just That's a starting quarterback. I like that. I mean, why do you even – like, why do you even have a starting job? But do you, like, but do you get what I'm saying? Just, yeah, you get what I'm saying horrible. from last week is the inability to utilize one of the best yeah. weapons in all of football. Yes. And like, that's the only thing that he has. I mean, DJ Moore is good, but he's not getting the ball. So he looks like he's trash. Like Robbie Anderson can stretch the field. He's fast as hell, but Baker like can't get them the ball. And yeah, these man. are your guys that are like, you can't give the ball to McCaffrey every play. This is the same thing that's happening with Najee. Like, you're going to overload this guy with touches, and he's going to get hurt again. And McCaffrey hasn't been healthy in two years. I just – I mean, why not start Sam Darnold? I mean, why? I mean, what do you honestly have to lose? They're, they're dumpster juice, bro. Carolina yeah. sucks. I mean, they've been bad. I dumpster mean, they juice. Cam, they brought Cam back. It's a dumpster fire there in Carolina. I can't wait to play him. Thank God I play him twice. It's an exhibition game, man. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's we like got the Shady Hills Raiders Jamboree, dude. Hey, watch your mouth Let's there. Let's go, bro. man. Let's you want to talk pop? You want to sit here and talk about Pop Warner, son? You better watch your watch that tongue, boy. <laughs> oh boy Listen here, Goat Roper. Listen here, Goat <laughs> Roper. So I'm gonna start with my trash player. <clears throat> trash player. You got it written down right here. Is gonna be uh, Super Bowl champion Matt Stafford. <laughs> now, okay. 
you look at his stat line here, 32 of 48, it's not awful. 254, okay. it's not bad. Zero touchdowns. One That's pick. Tough. Sacked seven times. <laughs> Buddy, yeah, this team tough. won this. This team won the Super Bowl last year. Shouldn't you won the won Super Bowl. You were brought here. You were traded right. for golf, okay? And they dumped golf in a bunch of picks to the Lions to get Stafford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what am I seeing from golf right now? What are you seeing from golf right now in Detroit? 40 points on the waiver wire. That's what I see. <laughs> Buddy, he's lighting it up. There. They got the, yeah, one of the most potent offenses in the league. Yeah. Granted, they have one yeah, of the okay. worst defenses. In the, they're, yeah. I think they're like the only team averaging 35 points a game that has two losses. They scored 45 they, points in loss last week. <laughs> Buddy, that's unheard mm-hmm. of. But he's putting up crazy points. He is showing them that, like, maybe – if you would have brought in these players like you did on the Super Bowl run, maybe I could have won a Super Bowl for you. Yeah, maybe you didn't have to yeah. give it up. He Stafford took him to a be... Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. He did take him. To... Let's not forget <laughs> I mean, what that. The hell? <laughs> but you know, you know, you could attribute like, all right, well, there's no Odell Beckham. Uh, Tyler Higby is really it's just kind of a middle road tight end, and there's absolutely yeah. no running game. But we're talking about a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback here, but. And a Hall of Famer, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the amount of yeah. yards he put up, it's unreal. The Super Trash Bowl play- definitely stamped that for sure. Oh, yeah. Trash player of the week yeah. is Matt Stafford. Uh, I expect a hell of a lot more from him and that team. They spent bajillions of dollars, and they got smoked. They got smoked by the 49ers, which I can never tell. They People say 49ers are Super Bowl. Contenders. You never know what and you're some- getting with the Niners, dude. No, you never know. Like – you never know what kind of Jimmy G you're going to get. You, you never know what kind of Devo you're going to get, which Devo showed up yeah. this week on, you know, for them. But I don't know, dude, I, I can't get this right now. Stafford does not look like anything yeah. to me personally. And I hate they to go miss back Odell to back on, for sure. Yeah. And I hate to go back to back on quarterbacks with Baker last week and, and Stafford this week, but that's my thought. My trash team won this week, but I thought, they didn't deserve to win, and they look like garbage. And that's the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> okay. That's, that's hot, Vi- though. Dude, I, I, I watched that game because it showed up. All right, it's, it's a London game, so it starts at 930. Our time was 430, so here I am watching football in the daylight, which is a first being over here. Okay. And right. I watched every snap of that game. <laughs> You're going up. So they're up 13 to 3. And yet again, they go to the red zone, and this is after they've probably been in the red zone twice, okay? They go to the red zone with the opportunity at halftime because they, they uh, picked the ball off to go up 20 to three and a half. You're talking about we're coasting now. Right, right. Field goal. Gavin Joseph hit five field goals. Five field goals? Mm-hmm. Seems about right. And you had to hope. You had to hope. That Will Lutz, the kicker of the New Orleans Saints, doesn't kick his second 60-yard, 60-plus-yard field goal to send in overtime. They gave them like 28 seconds, dude, and they get down there and and kick a field goal, and it double doinks. That's how close they are to giving up that – 
13 to three. They had to go yeah. in a half 16 to three, and they almost lose that game due to a double doink 61 yard field goal. Where previously he had just smashed a 60 like he was nothing, probably good from right. 64. Dalvin Cook, did you show up? Are you awake? I'm knocking. You're not answering. Oh, and four for fantasy for me. Thanks, Dalvin. Yeah. Is it is it Kevin <laughs> O'Connell? Like, is it his offense that doesn't involve the running game as much? And hell, maybe it is because you're looking at him coming from Sean McVay's Rams, where you looking at a I'm not looking at a running game even when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I don't know, man. You got Justin Jefferson, granted, he goes off, he has a great game, but I still think Thielen's a great receiver. They barely like use him now. I'm like two years you. ago, they were using him, and then I don't know. I, I mean, Dalvin had a dislocated shoulder too, so I mean, yeah, but that's every year. But, I think he just refuses yeah, yeah, surgery. Just he just wears. A harness. He always wears that like shoulder brace thing. So, hey, yeah. hey, riddle me this. Mm-hmm. Riddle me this, Batman. Okay. How on earth can you? have a receiver like Randy Moss, Hall of Famer. You could say he's the greatest receiver of all time, or you could say Jerry Rice is. Up there, yeah. How can you have a tight end wearing number 84 right now? How dare you How's... not retire? Yeah, how Randy is Moss not is... retired? Like... Dude, they've got Chris Carter. I know Chris Carter's is retired, but they do not have Randy Moss's number retired. And I watched them throw a ball at Irv Smith. I believe this is his name. Irv Irv Irv. Smith Jr. Yeah. Yeah. I watched him drop a pass that game. And I'm like, that's so, I felt disrespected. Yeah. I think didn't Cordero Patterson wear 84 too before? Like, why Um, haven't they retired that number? I I think he did. Did he wear 84 for the Vikes, bro? Let's not 80, spread. Uh, not 89, not 88, 87, 86, 85, 84, 83, 82, 81, 80. Hell, he might have worn 84. 84 seems pretty reasonable. 84. Look at there. Quarter up passes. Hot off See, the press. So it's number like, 84. That thing's, went, that thing's went through two players, and they haven't said, you know what? We should actually retire this so that no one else makes Randy look like garbage. Because, like, that would have never happened if that was Randy running that route. No, sure. no. And then also you got Kirk Cousins now at a whopping 60-60-2, and two, uh, the most mediocre record I've ever seen. I've started I, – I used to not uh, hate on him too much. Now I just – I can't get behind Kirk Cousins there anymore. But keep, They keep paying that, man. Huh? <laughs> they keep paying them, dude. <laughs> so that's the trash talk segment. Uh, that felt good. It felt good to get a lot of that off my chest. You know what's even better is uh, – Knowing that you picked your own Steelers for it, that's that makes me feel good. It actually, you ever yeah. you know an you know an eight mile at the end mm-hmm. where B Rabbit Slim Shady sure. Slim sure. Eminem M he gets on the mic and he goes first finally in the against Papa Doc and sure. he, oh, yeah. he spits yeah. the just most just an iconic freestyle and he hammers himself and it takes away Papa Doc's ability to hammer him back right. and Papa Doc gives the mic back to Future. And Slim Shady yeah, rides off in the sun. Yeah, he's choking. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt with you picking the Steelers uh, as the trash team. Like, you've completely taken me out of the equation. I can't even say nothing now. Yeah. I mean, as a lover of ball, 
I have to be kind of real with what I'm seeing. Perfect. And um, like like you promised that you you have your teams and you try not to be biased. And it's hard not to be biased because yeah. you have you have Brady. So it's very hard to mm-hmm. oh yeah, we're not we're we're not good. We don't we have Brady, but we stink. Like you're not gonna say something stupid like that. So you gotta obviously hype team up. Like I'm hyped for the future, but we suck. Like, we aren't good. And good. and you know what? Uh I mean, the last time we sucked, I was five years old. So I, mean, <laughs> I didn't even know what football was at five. So I'm I'm okay with I mean I'm not okay with losing, especially to shit teams, but like I'm okay with like maybe maybe we need a year or two, or I don't know, like unless they want to pull the plug on coaching or whatever. To say Tom wins on a hot seat is laughable. I've already seen that headline. That's so funny to me. That guy's job safe until he dies, probably. So probably I'm good with well, that. Well, he's probably, he's so good because he used to coach the Bucks. That's true. He did yeah, coach he the Bucks. So did, so did uh Sean McVay. They all did, team. love. They all did. How about yeah. it? The the Gruden tree. I'm gonna give you all of my picks for this weekend in the NFL. Got mine too. All right. Listen, I'm gonna say it. And I want you to say your pick for the same game, okay? You gotta be quick with those eyes, okay? So Boom. We're going to try and speed it. All right. You ready? Okay. Denver, Indy, Denver, Denver, Green Bay Giants, Green Bay, Green Bay, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Don't even ask me. You already know the bills. <laughs> Buffalo, Cleveland Chargers. Got the Chargers now. Go Cleveland. Minnesota, Chicago. <laughs> uh, I got Minnesota in that. Unfortunately, I, I checked that too, but it's not because I don't want Chi Town to win it. Bear down. All right. New England, Detroit. I got the Motor City Boys of Detroit hey, going. Let's into go. New England. Hey, 313, baby. Detroit. <laughs> let's, let's go. go dude. Let's get this golf train going. Uh, New Orleans and Seattle. Uh, who the, who the, no, the Seahawks. That's who I got. Ooh, New Orleans. Here we go. Jets, Miami. I got the Jets, bro. I know okay. your buddy from last week's not gonna like that. They look good. I I'm that's my that's my sleeper of the week, the big risk pick. I got Jets. All right, I went Miami. Good for you though. Uh Tampa, yeah. Atlanta, Tampa. I got Tampa, baby. All right. The Washington Commanders, Tennessee. I'm not picking the commies. I'm going with the Titans. Welcome to the fight, my brother. Commanders all the way. Jacksonville and Houston. Nice. Tell me you're on this train. Nice. Tell me you're on the train. I got the Jags. Let's go Jags, son. Okay. All right. Carolina, San Fran. Baker stands no chance against that defense. Got the Niners. San Fran. Dallas Rams. It's, it pains me. Cowboys. Definitely. Pains me too. Cooper Rush. Job security. Dallas. Philly, yes, Arizona. Uh, I got Philly. Uh, Philly. Yeah, I got Philly, Philly as well. It's up. an easy pick. All right. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore, Cincy. That's a good game. Hate them both. Hate them both. Good game, though. Going Bengals. Okay, at home with at Baltimore at home. Uh, no, You're gonna no, go Bengals. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going Bengals. They're wearing the black jerseys for the Ravens. Could care less. It means nothing to me. Bengals. Mm-hmm. How about it, Ravens? And then uh, Monday night's uh, game. We got uh, Vegas at Kansas City. Got no faith in Derek Carr right now. Going KC. Hot take. Oh, hot it's no oh, hot take button. 
This game will end in a tie. A tie. I'm calling the first tie ever in a podcast session. This game will end in a tie. And okay, so it's gonna be no defense, just bloodbath on both sides. Derek Carr slinging the pill. He's gonna sling the pill all across the yard. Really? It's gonna be like forty-one to forty-one tie. They have no, the right now. The Chiefs have no kicker. They can't. They're not gonna put the ball in the kicker's hand or in his foot oh, for like you. a fifty-plus yarder. Now, I just I don't know. I think it's gonna be an entertaining game. Now, obviously, they probably won't tie. I would lean towards Kansas City, but I just no, no, I don't don't, don't come back now, bub. I mean, that's like but putting, I feel uh, like that's I like, feel like on double zero on green on roulette, bro. Yeah, I know. Come on, man. I I think that both teams are just gonna just beat up on each other. They don't have good defenses. I think they'll just air it out. Honestly, I love that. Love that. Air it out. Thank in the tie. you. Thank you for that. I'm, I hope they tie now. I wish there you that put would like be five dollars awesome. on If there. I hit that on a parlay, dude, I could I could buy a house. I already know. Put five <laughs> bucks on a tie, son. That'd be awesome. And uh, hey, real quick, I'll leave you on one, one question. Okay, one question. Okay. Do you care at all that Aaron Judge just hit sixty-two home runs? Yes. I do care. Okay. I I only I only care because well I I don't care when I'm in the middle of watching a football game and they just cut it off and put on Aaron Judge. I don't like I, that pisses me off. Watch him get but, walked. Yeah, dude, and it's like I mean they they you know moan and groan that he's always oh, like they're throwing him too far outside. I'm like the guy's six eight, his wingspan he could hit something outside. They act like they can't. He plays on a softball field at Yankee Stadium. He can't hit the mm. ball outside. I mean, yeah. I, I saw someone make a good point. Like, you know, who remembers the pitcher that gave up the bomb to Barry Bonds to break the record? No one does. No. I have no clue. The pitcher shouldn't care if they're the ones that give up the the record. Like, I don't. He played the Rangers last night. Couldn't tell you who pitched. And I guarantee you half the fans there probably didn't even know who was pitching. They were all there to see that hit. And then they took him out. Like they literally have been playing Aaron judge for like 25 straight days and baseball. That's they don't do that. So, I mean, they want him to get the record. I mean, I think, I think it's big. I think it's good for baseball. I mean, baseball has been kind of like, is it because he is it, is it because he's a, because he's natty. Is that why? Or that we think. I mean, because I think it, I think it's big to like, especially a lot of old heads, because he is a Yankee. I mean, I guess there is like that degree of like like hierarchy on like being an athlete wearing pinstripes. I mean, I hate the Yankees, but I just you know I don't think that the steroid era should be this like big deal. I mean, it was that was good for baseball, and this is good for baseball. Baseball back in the 90s was dead. No one was buying tickets, and these guys were roided up, and they had the home run chase for 70. Now, bro, I think someone hit 40. That that was like the second place total, and then Aaron Judge had 62. So, I mean, and Albert Pujols has 30 bombs. Like, yeah, that dude's 45 years old. That to me, the pool holes thing is better than the judge thing. But oh, I do the, like him hitting seven hundred, right? He hit seven. That's insane. He's at yeah. seven oh three now, still yeah. hitting. 
and they're in the playoffs. So he has more opportunities to hit more. But I mean, I don't know. I guess if you're a Yankees fan, obviously you're loving that. But I, I just, it's just, that record's 60 years old. I think it's a, I think it's pretty sweet. Uh, I heard something today by, from Kyle Brandt, and it was Sammy Sosa hit over 60 home runs three times. Yeah. And this is how, and this is how crazy the steroid era was. And I didn't know this. I just heard this today. Sammy Sosa hit 60 home runs three times. Never once in those three times was he the league leader in home runs. Insane, bro. That's crazy. Mark McGuire hit like 77 or something one year. Like <laughs> no, never that much. Like... He hit he hit 70, and then uh, that's when Barry Bonds decided to start pinning himself, and he broke the record then. But Well, dude. I appreciate you coming on, man. I uh, yeah, dude. Thanks uh, for having me. I miss the uh, ever loving heck out of you, and I can't wait to be Gee, home man. and just just squeeze and kiss that little face of yours. I'll make sure to shave my face before you. I don't want to get yeah. I don't want to get it. caught up in it, man. Get that hairball. You don't want like fettuccine or something in there from dinner nah, dude, two weeks not, ago. So. I don't want a two. I don't want a two year beard that's only three inches long. Yeah, this thing's been going on for about three years now. So, you know, it's not going to get any bigger than this. Nah, it's all dude. good, man. It's all good. <laughs> oh, dude, You're I the worst you. human. You're the I'm worst. not, dude. You know I am. <laughs> I can't wait for you to be home, too, man. Your house is sweet. I saw that for the first time uh, at the live draft. I don't even think you've, like, seen your house. Right, no, like dude. you got that uh, house. Steph will, Steph will walk around the house, FaceTiming me about something. I go, "Stop! What's that?" She's like, "That's the closet next to the bathroom by the door." I was like, "I never seen that closet before." And yeah, yeah I, I'm excited to be able to see these things. I, I've got when I come home. I've got a truck now. Uh, yeah. I got to. I got to pick that up in Jacksonville. I got a lot of stuff to do. You've done man. that twice now. When you're in yeah. Djibouti, you got the house, and then you got the the Chevy, and then. Yep. Yeah, and then you got the the curved TV, just airing yeah. it all out on your podcast for everybody to know. But you're swimming in it, dude. Yeah, good on dude, you, bro. Bro, you know you gotta. I gotta go to. <laughs> I, I gotta go TV shopping when I get home, bro. Cooper done yeah, bang that, TV, that curved TV up. That dude, that curved TV is flat now, my friend. That thing has been through it, bro. Oh, that cr- three hurricanes, dude. I can't no more. I gotta go. I'm in TV shopping now, man. I, I I'm all over, bro. I'm a cheer dad now. I gotta get home and do cheer and uh oh, lives dude. in gymnastics, dude. I'm the I'm I'm a sports dad, coops in baseball, hunter just eating and just beating, dude. And he's he's a monster. Coops playing for the bananas. Oh, yeah, the brand of bananas, man. Let's you go, you want to check out my man at first base, you know, he's a stud, dude. He's, a He's playing a cold corner, huh? Yeah, First base? sure is. Let's sure go. is. I'm sure it's getting kind of late over there. Four o'clock comes early, my friend. How about it? Well, I miss you, man, and I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, dude. And we Anytime. will talk later, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, buddy. See you later. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Again, I thoroughly love doing Football Fridays. It's a mix mash of great stuff, personally. Uh, let me know what you guys think if you like it if you don't what you think i should do better maybe i'll listen maybe i won't all right and again carbon tv make your free account today 
and watch Blue Court Outdoors on there. It's the largest outdoor streaming site on the planet. If you like Netflix, you'll like Carbon TV. It's pretty much just like that. But you can also catch us on YouTube. I promise to involve YouTube a lot more this year. Uh, didn't last year, but we are exclusive for Carbon. But now I'm going to involve YouTube a lot more and hopefully get the podcasts uh, streamed on there as well. We'll see, though. We'll see. In the end, keep thinking about those down in South Florida whose homes are destroyed, who are still going through hell. We're all thinking about you. To all the guys in South Florida in the hunting community, in the fishing community, helping out their brothers and sisters down there, we applaud you. Thank you guys so much. Again, this is Stephen Marshall, your host of the Outside Stuff podcast presented by Blue Court Outdoors. Peace out, Girl Scouts. See you on the next one. Holla at you, Guala.